Hello everyone, I'm Ghost Type Ghost. Welcome to the very first episode of the Indigo Plateau live show and podcast. I'm here with co-host Woodland Docs and Lotus Badger, and today's episode is an introduction to our history with Pokemon, general likes and dislikes, and maybe, just maybe, we'll talk about the Generation 9 announcement. Docs, Lotus, are you ready to talk about Pokemon? I could, yeah. You think so? Yeah, that could. Maybe for a little bit. <laughs> just just a Heck little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, boy. Docs, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and talk about your history with Pokemon? Yes. So, hello. I'm Woodland Docs. Uh, call me Docs for short. Let's see. God, I'm old. So that means I've been playing since the very beginning. Introduce first, very first interaction with Pokemon was trading cards. You're a 90s baby and you went to Walmart and your parents didn't buy you a pack. You were a loser. Uh, so, you know, got the cards, didn't know what I was doing with them. They were pretty. And then, you know, once uh, my parents were able to afford a Game Boy for me, I was able to get right into, uh, I didn't get red and blue. I got yellow to start. So yellow was my very first game. Still Gen 1, but special Pikachu edition. So, you know, I had every single game since then, you know, like every cool teenager, I took a couple of years break. But uh, um, right once I realized that that was just, that was a bunch of baloney. I'm like, yeah, Pokemon's still cool. I love it. So every every main game, most side games, training card game, it was a theme at my wedding. I mean, it's, <laughs> that's all for now. But, you know, I, I've, I've just got so much to talk about. It's insane. Very nice, very nice. Lotus, how about you go ahead and tell everyone your experience with Pokemon? My epic backstory. <laughs> your origin story. Uh, yes. My origin story. Hi, everybody. I'm Lotus Badger. You can call me Lotus. I'm currently sick right now, so that's uh, I sound weird. I'm sorry. I've been playing Pokemon since the very beginning. Uh, my first game was Pokemon Red. And that's probably why I like Charmander the most. Charmander is my favorite starter right now. I know. I know. I see you shaking your head. <laughs> Charmander. I love to play the TCG. I've been collecting the TCG since base at one. Yeah, I still play Pokemon today. I got into the competitive scene a little bit. Kind of like Docs. I stopped I stopped playing in high school around Pearl. Diamond and Pearl. I, I still haven't played Diamond and Pearl. They have a remake, so I really should play it. But yeah, apart from that. Hi, everybody. I think I knew you never played Diamond and Pearl, but every time you say that, it just shocks me. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sit well. I feel like that's me. Spoiler alert, I never played the original Gold and Silver. I know. It's sad. But I knew that, but it's crazy because I love Gold and Silver. <laughs> Want to know when I played Gold and Silver? Yes. Christmas Day, 10 years old, in the hospital, my liver is about to shut off. Oh my and, gosh. And I got Pokemon Gold. Your liver is and about to shut off? Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I had Scarlet Fever. Christmas Day in the hospital, and uh, fun docs fact for everyone at home, my birthday's only five days before Christmas, so my parents would do their best to split up Christmas and birthday gifts, but when they're expensive, you know, they kind of had to, you know, keep them together, so yeah, it was Christmas Day, I was in the hospital, my organs were failing, I had scarlet fever, and I was sitting there wondering why Professor Elm didn't have a Bulbasaur for me to pick. <laughs> oh, snap, that got, uh, <laughs> yeah. that, that got real. Um, well, I'm glad you're alive. And, alive. and you're here talking about say, Pokemon. At 10 years old, you must be drinking a lot if your liver was shutting down. <laughs> I was, you know, it was hard being 10, okay? We've all been there. Have we, though? I don't I don't think I have. I have. Oh, that's awkward. Anyway, so uh, my history with Pokemon, how do I follow that up? 
So where did Pokemon start? I think I actually started with the TV show. If I had to think back, I got into the card game. And then around Gen 3, I got a Game Boy Advance. I never got original Game Boy, so I didn't play any of the Game Boy games, like Gen 1 and Gen 2. I started with Gen 3. And at that time, I stopped playing the TCG, I stopped watching the show, and I was all video games up until, when was it? Lotus Badger. It was probably, it was in college. I think it was around black and white. We, yeah, for black what, and white. For whatever reason, we brought out our Pokemon cards, and then I'm like, holy crap, this is so much fun. So then we got back into the card game. And then ever since I've been obsessed with the card game and the video games. So the cards for me, this is this is where in true Docs fashion is everyone that's listening is going to come to learn. I have all these, you know, like, oh, you don't want me to? So I'm going to moments. So I was, I just graduated from college. I was dating this girl and she said I was too childish. And that's one of the reasons why she dumped me. And what did I do after being called too childish? I went to the store and I bought a, one of those mystery bundles of Pokemon cards. And I stayed in my friend's house till two in the morning, just looking at Pokemon cards. So you proved her right is what you're saying. <laughs> I, proved, I proved her right. She was so right. Oh, no. I mean. <laughs> what good is being an adult if you can't buy your own Pokemon cards? Exactly. I know. I'm torn because like it is a, it is a franchise. I guess anyone can enjoy it, but it's, you know, aimed towards children. But. Anyone could play Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, it's, obviously. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's the lowest barrier of entry for video games. I feel like, you, you know think? what I mean? Yeah, I do because you don't you don't have to know anything over the top to pick up one of the games. Like type advantage, you learn as you're going through the games. Storyline, there's not much of a story, and they always hold your hand. I mean, some some generations have a good story, but, you know, they, they they hold your hand. They tell you where to go. You know, they literally put a guy there saying, oh, the power is out. And behind you, the fully lit up Eiffel Tower. <laughs> you know, it's, that's, that's what the Pokemon franchise does. It has a super low barrier of entry for video games. That's that's fair. You know, honestly, I never really thought about that. I always think of it in terms of like RPGs. I mean, some parts could get difficult. I think the earlier games were harder, obviously, but no, it I is mean, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, and they, they always have a catching tutorial, whether, you, you know, mom always tells you how to run, even though, you know, you have legs from the start, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it gives you a tutorial on every basic of the game. And then the more advanced stuff, like Nature's, EVs, IVs, you know, if you were interested in the game. Yeah. <laughs> what this? If, you, if, if you're interested in going competitive and all that stuff, then, you know, you can learn that. But the barrier to entry is super low because you don't have to know that stuff to beat the mainline game. I think that's what got me back into Pokemon after so long was because I learned about EVs and IVs and being able to breed. So I think it was through X and Y that I started IV and EV breeding just so much, just in a big circle, hatching endless amounts of eggs, <laughs> trying to make the perfect Charmander. Well, and with, and with those, um, what was Gen 6's gimmick, those punching bags or whatever that you yeah. do in the bottom screen? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. You can do those, the, the super training. That's what it was called. So, you know, if you started, if that was the first generation you ever picked up, you're eight years old. And, you know, Kalos is your first trip, you know, explains to you starters, explains to you types, catching, you get your roller skates and a bicycle. And then if you got more into the game, the bottom screen, they all had tutorials. The Pokemon and me, the Pokemon Super Training, they all had tutorials and it explained to you like, hey, by the way, there's this thing called X that you get by doing Y. And that is a pun. Thank you, Kalos. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's a, a, I can't think of a, of a Pokemon game with a bad, with a bad, maybe Arceus, maybe. 
but a uh, bad like what? A bad gimmick? Uh, no, a bad entry point because Arceus is its own thing. Oh, you know I, I mean? see what you're saying. Like it, it introduces you to the world without having to play the previous games. Correct. So the world of Arceus is totally different from the world of every other game. So if you're trying to, if you're, if that's your first Pokemon game ever, then you're in for quite a shock when you go to the rest of them. That's the only one that'd be bad to start on. That's fair. I will say, talking about tutorials, Sun and Moon's tutorial is the worst thing on this planet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't I, remember the tutorial. Uh, remind me. It was five uh, million hours long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will never ever play regular Sun and Moon again. No. And I stand by that. Unless I am on Nintendo, if you're listening, you know, some bad eggs out there will use emulators that have a speed up function, but not me. I follow the rules and that's why all my playthroughs aren't randomized completely, totally. But yeah, that's, that's, the, only, that's the only way that I that I would do Sun and Moon again is if it was at, eight, at like times 200 speed. That's the only way. And you'll still yeah. be there forever. Yeah, it'll be, still be an hour tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is actually a good jumping point into discussing some of our favorite things about the Pokemon franchise as a whole, but also discussing some of the things we dislike. Lotus, do you want to take us away on some of your favorites and least favorites? So I don't want to say I'm a Gen 1 -er, but I, 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 sometimes I feel like a Gen 1 -er. <laughs> I see that face you're giving me. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely loved Pokemon Red. I played through Red, Blue, Yellow, and the remakes, both of them. Uh, Let's Go Pikachu, I had so much fun with Let's Go Pikachu just because it was a little bit different. It kind of took Pokemon Go and made it meta, you know? It and expanded it, on it, yeah. It expanded on it, and it made uh, shiny hunting so much easier. My wife, Rogue Vi, she's in, the, she's in the comments somewhere. She was able to catch her first shiny, I think it was Growlithe. Ooh. And she was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so much fun to watch just to watch her like go through it yeah i got my first I, shiny hunting that way too i got a victory bell a shiny victory bell yeah that's awesome yeah, I, I think i had three bulbasaur just from the first just from the forest alone just from uh <laughs> holy cow <laughs> yeah i think the only shiny so the only shinies that i've ever caught naturally in the game were like without mods or something was the event evs like i got a shiny ev through event I got a shiny Porygon somewhere. I don't know how that happened, was but that I got a, a shiny Porygon. Oh my was god! That a GameStop? I don't know. I feel like that might have been a GameStop event. It might have been a GameStop event. And just recently, I caught a shiny Gastrodon, which I sent to uh, Ducks and Ghost. You did so send I me that. <gasps> which which one? East or West? It's the one with the horns. I can't remember. The pink one. The pink one. Yeah. That's my favorite one. Yeah, it's so much fun. Like the line color is a little bit different. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, it's sick. What game did you catch that in? The newest. Well, not Arceus, but... BDSB? Sword, yeah, Sword and Shield. Oh, oh Sword and Shield. Oh. Yeah, Sword and Shield. Just randomly you found it? Yeah, just randomly. I didn't know it was shiny until I looked in my box and I was like, wait a second. You're not that one. This has stars on it. What the heck? Can I talk about the only time in my whole life I came across a random shiny? Okay. Okay. I know the story. I love it. Lotus knows the story, Okay. I got a horde battle in X and Y. It was a horde of Geodude. A horde of Geodude. So guess what they started to do slowly? Explode. Kill each other. They were doing whatever move that damages everything around. And you know how you can't catch just, you have to wait till the last one is there to catch it. 
So I'm frantically trying to take out the four other Geodude while they're continuously all using the same move that's killing each other. And then the golden Geodude died. That is the only time I've come across a natural shiny. I chain fished before. I got a shiny Clawitzer. But other than that, that's the only shiny I've ever seen in my whole <laughs> life. And they murdered each other. He was so upset. <laughs> So X and Y was my first natural shiny, full odd shiny. But speaking of Geodude, I was I was in Let's Go and I was just playing through the game for the first time, just walking through Mount Moon. And I'm like, hey, look, there's a shiny Geodude catch. But now, what, what what's your guesses for my all my full odds all natural shiny in X and Y? Is it an X and Y Pokemon? Yes. Yeah. No. Well, can you at least tell, tell us the generation? I can't guess. Hey, on wow. it. <laughs> Wait, is he? Is he? A, he's so irrelevant. Oh, I don't. <laughs> um, hold, on. hold on, Spritzy. No, Burmy. No, number three thirty-five in the decks. So no. So mm-hmm. that's a Gen three, right? Yeah, that's that's Hoenn, I think. Yeah, Cascoon. He's so irrelevant. Cascoon. No. Nope. Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> Zangoose. But the blue I... looks so good on the shiny. Yeah, but I, I'll agree with that. Yeah. yeah, I'm shooketh. I don't. I don't think anything was angus. I'm just like, yeah. Hey, look, it's like a cat or something. It's a mongoose. Oh, well, which is why so Viper, a snake, is his enemy. That's oh, the natural well, I, enemy. I, I, I knew there were enemies. I just didn't know what the enemy of a snake was. Besides the bottom of my foot. But all right. Oh my god. Back <laughs> <Get> to Badger. <laughs> Go on. It's Lotus, actually. Lotus, yes. Lotus. Um. Okay, so apart from Kanto, I think my favorite gen was probably X and Y. I thought it was just aesthetically gorgeous, and a lot of my favorite gimmicks, the Mega Evolutions, came from X and Y, and I absolutely love the Mega Evolutions. That's when I got into back into competitive. So, yeah, I thought that was really fun. I think my favorite shiny, like my favorite shiny form is probably shiny Umbreon. I, I ended up evolving my shiny Eevee that I got from the event into an Umbreon, and I was so proud of myself because I actually, like, I did it. <laughs> I did it! Yay! I, I did so it. Me. The friendship evolutions are so frustrating for me because you they? never know when it's gonna, yeah because you never yeah. know when it's going to happen. At least at least in Arceus, there's a solid way to do it. Just throw them at rocks and stuff and have them break and shake, and yes. that's that's friend, instant friendship. That's all I, I love did. That. Absolutely yeah. love that. That's how I got my Espeon. It just happened. That was, it was that was my that was my Sylveon. <laughs> I'm I'm like I actually use a fairy type for end game, and I'm like oh look Sylveon. Need a fairy type? Why not Mawile? A lot of reasons. I love um, Mawile. Mawile's <laughs> my favorite. I don't I don't remember if I said that. Mawile's my favorite. In case anyone cared. We care. I care. Aw. I don't like Mawile, um, but I care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. Yeah, that's all I had to say. So Ghost, I think it's your turn. So my likes. Some of my likes. The Pokemon themselves. So I want to tell you a little something I do, and you might think I'm crazy for doing this. Oh, you're gonna be like, what is wrong with you? So whenever the Pokemon are officially released and all the Pokemon are available to look at on Cerebi, I will get nice and comfy. I'll get a snack. I'll pull up on the computer. Before I play the game, yes, I spoil myself. I go through each and every Pokemon and just bask in the design. <laughs> and I just go through. <laughs> Every single Pokemon, as soon as they're available. I, I, I can't do spoilers. I have to I have to I have to be walking around the Hisui region and I'm like, huh, what's that walking trash can? Oh, that's a slagoo. I, I can't I can't do spoilers. No, I sit there as soon as it's ready that day, I'm like, alright, this is it. I just go through and I 
<laughs> I will look at every single Pokemon. That's like my, I mean, Pokemon, my favorite aspect is the Pokemon. Like I'm all about the design. The games themselves, although repetitive, and that's actually kind of one of my dislikes is just how like every game is almost the same. But I will say they did try to switch it up with Sun and Moon and I didn't like it as much. So I don't know. There's no pleasing me with the game. But the games themselves, I just love because they're so lighthearted to me. Like, it's just a comfort game. You can just pop it on. You know what to expect. You know what to do. And then there you go. Pokemon. And then you got Docs, who plays almost exclusively Nuzlocke in no. every stressful situation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, every stressful oh. way you can play Pokemon. That's... Yeah. It's uh, randomized Nuzlocke. And lately I started doing hardcore Nuzlocke. So, yeah. <laughs> what, what was it, Docs, one time? You're like... What'd you say? I I can't play for fun. I have to play for challenge. I'm like, I yeah. <laughs> so guys, I, you know, for those of you that actually know me, you already know this. But for those of you that don't, I am so highly competitive. I need a challenge all the time, and that's that's why that's why Arceus invented randomizers. <laughs> it invented it for you, just for me. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and here's the thing: we we complement each other because I'm. I, let me preface this. I can be very competitive in certain situations. However, on the whole, if I lose, I lose. I really don't care. I'm here to have a good time and party. Like, that's it. So I'm not competitive. I'm the type of person who's like, this move does more damage. I'm picking this move. <laughs> that's it. I meant to say earlier, I, I, I consider myself a hardcore casual fan. If you give me the name of probably a common move, I, I won't know what it does. <laughs> I feel like how I don't know. Does it do damage? Otherwise, Which one's stronger, bite or crunch? Bite. Crunch. <laughs> no. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> it's uh, they, bo- they both use teeth, so I don't know. Just I, I know they're dark type moves. I can tell you that. Okay, there you go. See, look, I'm not completely stupid. Just mostly stupid, you know? I don't pay attention to those things. I'm like, (laughs) which one's a higher number? That's the move. I don't know the name. If it don't do damage, you don't use it. Uh Uh-uh, I don't got time for that. Mm -mm, (laughs) Bye. What's my favorite Pokemon? If I had to guess, I would say probably Gengar. Favorite type? Ghost, obviously. Um, As far as things I don't like, I think one of the things that has really bothered me lately um it's just the one and done gimmicks games have been doing i would say starting with x and y i loved mega evolutions and i wish they just continued doing that as opposed to doing z moves and then gigantamax i I don't care about those i think they same i think they just need to stick with one and in this case mega evolutions and then we're good to go i don't think every game needs to have like this big gimmick that bothers me more in the TCG than it does in the VG. Video games, I can kind of see if there's lore behind it. Like, Mega Evolution's only capable here because of the minerals in the ground. And, you know, Z-moves Z are because the crystals give them power. But in the TCG, when you're switching Tag Team, GX, V, V-Star, this, every every other set, that gets me more than the video games do. Maybe, I... maybe because TCG sets are more frequent and... It also increases the barrier to entry for me. That's, like I was talking about earlier. Yeah. You know, barrier to entry is pretty low with the video games. So that makes sense. I feel like the amount of gimmicks in the card game has just like ramped up exponentially in the last four, five, six years. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how, you know, how long did it take for like EX cards to show up? And ever since like EX, I know there were more before that, but like I said, I was kind of out of the, the card game. 
but like the power creep has just been like whoop. <laughs> it's yeah, insane. I mean, I mean knock this Pokemon out, get half the prize cards. Okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> is this Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> is this Yu-Gi-Oh? No, this is Pokemon. That's, I will say about the gimmicks, though, I did uh, I did warm up to Gigantamaxing a little bit more after hearing kind of its origin bit, because it reminded me so much of Megas to begin with. But also, and I always forget this, I don't know, it, it seems dumb, but Pokeballs, all Pokemon have the inherent ability to make themselves small to fit small? inside the Pokeball. Small. Make them small. And it would stand to reason that they could also get big, too, right? I but guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I didn't think, like, the whole Pokeball thing, is is that just an innate ability of a Pokemon to go small? Yeah, yeah, that, that was at the beginning of Arceus. Yep. Um, was it was it Professor Lamington that said that? Oh, or was yeah. It, yeah. Or was it Kamado? Uh-huh. It was um, Lamington. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was the f- day one of release. Someone, you know, tweeted the screenshot and they're like, are you serious this entire time? That's what's been going on? And it's like, yeah, it only took us 26 years to get an answer. No biggie. They just pulled yeah. that... They just pulled that right out of their butt. Well, and it's funny, too, because when you think about it, because initially I thought that was just a, the power of the Pokeball and not the Pokemon. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, thought it was, I thought it was the technology. But then yeah. and maybe the whole time they were like, oh, yeah, it is the technology. But then when you go back to prehistoric whatever, like, oh, wait a minute. Technology is not a thing. What do I do? And then it's like, oh, yeah, biology is still a thing. So rely on their biology. Yeah. And so that kind of warmed me up to the whole Gigantamaxing thing a little bit more. I a guess they they just they could change sizes at at will. I guess, perhaps. But I'll also agree with you, Ghost. Is I I really wish they had kept Megas. Like, okay, so if they come up with new gimmicks, why can't they carry the gimmicks over? That'd be a lot. I think it's the lore. Yeah. I, I, well, yeah. No, I mean, the real reason is it's a lot. Their public reason is the lore. Mm. Mm. That's their defense. But mm. the real reason is money. <laughs> yeah, the real reason is money. Yes. Let's let's make a whole new game, trash everything we did before this, and then package it as something new. Money they kept the megas for like what? It was like two gens or something like that. Uh, well, yeah, they put them in Oris. Yeah, um, technically one. I would say I wouldn't count the remakes. Same, same, same gen, but different region. Docs, do you want to go ahead and talk about your faves and least faves? So, uh, you guys probably have a pretty good idea how I feel about some of the stuff since Lotus and Ghost have been talking, but... So, my absolute favorite Pokemon is Pineco. Pineco is the best Pokemon in existence. You cannot convince me otherwise, okay? There, I see Pineco. Pineco is absolutely wonderful. Best Pokemon ever. Outside of Pineco, it's mm, steel types for me. Uh, Scizor, Steelix... Uh, after that, probably electric types, Jolteon. This, just to name some of the classics. I mean, I could... I'm sure we'll be doing some top 10, top 5 episodes, whatever, and we'll have fully compiled lists, but bug types, steel types, electro types, those are, those, those, those are my guys. But in terms of the franchise as a whole, my favorite thing is the video games because I, I'm more of a single player person. So I don't, I don't go into games for multiplayer experience. I don't go into them expecting to know or to have to know my opponents or do anything like that or, you know, plan out a computer battle. I like being able to play by myself and set my own rules, set my own expectations and my own challenges. That's what randomized Nuzlocke's let me do is they let me, you know, I have a self-imposed rule set and the randomizer keeps it fresh because let's face it. One of my dislikes is the stories are usually pretty weak, especially Sword and Shield. But, yeah, that's um, fair. <laughs> yeah my, my, I'll give it to you. 
my you know that's that, and that's one that's one one of my dislikes is you know there's very few I would only say Gen One for nostalgia and Gen Four because I generally like the story. Those are the only ones that I can play vanilla. Everything else has to be randomized and it has to be a Nuzlocke. That's my competitive nature, and that's my, you know, refreshing of the game, because I can start with the Pineco, if that happens. Did you say, not to interrupt, but did you say you could play Gen 4 vanilla? Yes. Like, on the DS? Like, on the DS? Yes. Yes. 100%. I cannot go back. It is so (laughs) slow. I I enjoy I enjoy the story. I I love the story. I'm feeling spicy. I'll I'll, I'll go for uh, platinum, but diamond or pearl, just fine. Totally fine with it. I love it. Wow. But uh, yeah, and then I guess one of my one of my other biggest likes is the art of the TCG cards. I am not an artistic person. If I'm sure at some point, maybe we can do a drawing contest between the three hosts. I will clearly come in last. No. Uh, no. <laughs> I, sh- I showed someone today my desk diglet. I-, I I drew a diglet on a post-it note. I put it on my desk at work to make me happy, and they just laughed at me. So uh, I yeah, my one of my favorite things in any trading card game is the art of the cards, and I guess the heart of the cards to an extent. But different franchise. So you know, it's 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 so fun to look at because I enjoy that stuff so much because I can't do it. Like I appreciate their work so much more because I know I could practice for the the next fifty years of my life and not even come close. But, you know, I guess in addition to the stories being weak, my, and then what I mentioned before about the trading card game, having gimmick after gimmick after gimmick after gimmick after gimmick. My other biggest dislike is the lack of built-in challenge, which, you know, with external help, you're able to make the game more challenging. And with self-imposed rules, you're able to make the game more challenging. But there was, what, hard mode for Gen 5? After you beat it, and that was it. Was there? So... Yeah, that was a hard mode. So, like, aside from that, there's no... I mean, you could arguably say Alola was the toughest vanilla experience, I think. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon? Or yes, like, yes, Ultra. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I don't no, know no, no. about that. Ultra was the most the most challenging vanilla experience until Arceus. I explicitly told Ghost, in words that I won't say in public, uh, how upset I was with the... And no spoilers, because some folks aren't there yet. But the absolute final event in the game, I was very, very mad at it. And yeah, I was I put it down for like a week and a half. So until uh, Arceus, what? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm worried oh. about what I'm going to face at the end of this game. I'm not yeah. there. I'm like 75% <laughs> done. Well, well, it's the end of post game is what I'm saying. Oh, to. OK. So the last event of post game. So, yeah, I, I put the Switch down for a week and a half. I let Alayla's Pokemon have it, and she she exclusively played the Switch for a week and a half, and I'm sure she loved that. But <laughs> and, then I, and, then I, and then I took it back for Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of my, my generic overview, I guess. Real quick, for you, for you two, what's one thing that you would change about the franchise? It could be TCG, VGC, whatever. What is one key component that you would change? Oh, my goodness. What would I change? That's a good question. That's a good question. So, it is a yeah. good question. So while you guys think, I'll I'll say what I would change. I would change the fact that not every Pokemon's pine. Co- no, uh, <laughs> I, would, I would I would 100% keep the gym formula as your progress tracker. We'll call that for like because you know that's how you progress through most of the games. I would 100% keep that, but I would not say you have to start at this gym, then this gym then this gym, then this gym. 
And to accompany that, I would not type theme the area prior to that gym with advantageous Pokemon. Like, oh, you're you know, you're you're going to face the water gym? Oh well here's a bunch of grass types that are on the route before it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what and it does come back to my competitive nature again. But it also changes up the formula. So people who are bored of vanilla experiences might not be as bored. I mean, look, look at the BDSP remakes. If you didn't pick a fire starter, what'd you have, Ponytail? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, they didn't add, fix that. Yeah, they added the underground, which I think there was a couple other fire types in the underground. But like that, changing up the, the, the wild Pokemon experiences and being able to... I'm not a game developer. I'm not a coder. But I'm certain that the people who do this for a living know how to program if... One badge, opponent's levels equal 15 to 22. If two badge, opponent's levels equal 20. And then you can play the game in any order. I understand that sometimes the story may make you do that, but let the story take you from freaking, you know, you can go from Viridian City all the way, you know, to, you know, go up Palatown Viridian, then back down to, back down to Cinnabar. You, know, you can do that with the story. It doesn't have to be the next town over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know what? That sounds way too complicated for Game Freak. I don't know they'll be able to do that. <laughs> Docs, you're, you're thinking way too outside the box. Okay, this is Look, Pokemon. Look, Arceus, about. and now I want more. I know. Yeah. I mean, going back to the things I don't like, and to your point, Docs is just the repetitive nature of each game. While you know, for me, it's fun to explore the region. Like that's great, but like. Jim, 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 done. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I mean, that's... I don't know, because I like the core setup of a game. And when they did try to change it in Sun and Moon, while I appreciated them trying to do a little bit something different, I, I personally ultimately didn't really like it that much. So, I don't know, but I do like your idea, Docs. Well, but th that's my biggest knock on Arceus, though, is what is your measuring stick? I think when you... Research, research levels? No, well, that, but also in combination when you, what is it called, quelling the frenzy? Oh, the, the, the lords, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so that's that's more akin to the totem Pokemon and the trials than it is to the badges. So did you enjoy that measuring stick compared to badges? Um, I didn't have an issue with trying to figure out a measuring system. Like, I was properly leveled at any point in the game so far, so I didn't find that being an issue. See, I was severely underleveled. Maybe that, again, speaks to my competitive nature where I just wanted to beat the game. But I found myself under level at every turn. Oh, no. I was I was usually about five to ten levels over what the yeah. Pokemon in the area. But I'm also one of those people who search every nook and cranny before moving on. So that's why I'm still not done with this game is I'm that type of person. Like, <laughs> watching me play video games is probably very frustrating. <laughs> in that sense, which is why I don't stream single-player games. Lotus? I thought of exactly what I would change, actually. And I've wanted this in the game forever. And they're getting a little closer to it. So in the show, when I was young, I would think about having a Pokemon, like, on my shoulder. And, you know, walking around and training it. And Ash's Pokemon, or Red's Pokemon, they weren't always fully evolved. So I thought it would be kind of fun if you could have a Pokemon that was still viably usable while it was like in its first form or its second form via like over leveling or, you know, doing something special. So you could keep so you could have just a super strong Bulbasaur like you saw in the Pokemon League. Ash is battling this 
super strong bell sprout <laughs> and this thing is just kicking this kicking the crap out of everyone and i just thought that was so fun so i would love to have an over an overpowered bell sprout to take to the pokemon league <laughs> and just wreck people well yeah i mean i i love pikachu but anytime i try to use him in the game he gets his butt kicked you have to make it a raichu for it to be usable actually there's a game i can't remember which one you get it's the light orb and it makes pikachu super strong I can't remember which one it was. I, I did forget about that. You're right. That exists. The, the, yeah, the light orb made him so yeah. strong. And if they could come up with a light orb for every single underused Pokemon or like underleveled Pokemon, that would be that would be so cool. Yeah, that'd be cool because I'm the type of person who like picks Pokemon based on if I like the way they look. And like yeah. some of the Pokemon I like are not very good. So <laughs> if we could somehow make everything viable at some point, I mean, they for the most part in the game itself, I think. You're fine, but if you want to delve into the competitive stuff, yeah. which I don't, that actually is one of my strongest dislikes of almost anything competitive. Really, there's a meta, and you cannot break it. Yep. Competitive card games, competitive video games, like even back in like freaking high school when I play Call of Duty or something, and it's like, oh, you don't have the bling perk. Well, you're never gonna win a match. And then you know when you're playing competitive Pokemon, it's like, oh, you don't have Tornadus. Oh, you're never gonna win a match, and it's like I I hate that. I I hate the meta of anything. <laughs> that's that's fair. It's like you see the same things over and over again. At least I'm assuming again. Yeah, competitive. Boo. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not competitive. So you know that's not my thing. I I'm like I like that Pokemon. I want I want to play play that person. Come here, come here, Vanilla. Come here. <laughs> Did everyone uh, get to talk about their likes and dislikes? Is there anything else you wanted to add before we start getting into the Q&A? Do you have any favorite piece of Pokemon merchandise? I know we'll cover our favorite merchandise in, in a future episode, but just to give everybody an idea of what your favorite piece of merchandise is, is it a plushie? Is it a specific card? Is it a shiny on a cartridge? What is it? Like that I own personally? Yeah. Okay. Lotus Badger, while you talk about it, I'm going to go grab it and show everyone. Um, my favorite piece of uh, Pokemon, I guess, merch is a little stuffed Bulbasaur that I got when I was 12 or 13 at, at a carnival. I ended up <laughs> winning this Bulbasaur, and he's been on my bed for a really long time. His eyes are like the plastic on his eyes. He has no more. He almost doesn't have an iris anymore. <laughs> it's, it's rubbed off or something. Yeah, it's rubbed off, but I love this Bulbasaur to death. Mine is pretty much the same thing, only different Pokemon. This Gengar. Little Gengar came out when Pokemon came out. That's how old this thing is. And this is the reason Gengar is my favorite Pokemon right here, is this plush. That's wonderful. <laughs> His eyes are all scratched, but otherwise he's in pretty good condition. But I've had this since, what, 97? Guys, I did want to bring up, there was a time in our life before Pokemon existed. That's so weird to think about, isn't My it? life wasn't worth living. <laughs> there was a time we were alive that Pokemon did not exist. Those were dark times, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember yeah. them. <laughs> But, I mean, my apple juice was drank, and yeah, it wasn't. I didn't have Pokemon to go to, so I just, I that's that's why we all had those times, and that's why my liver was so bad. That's why your liver was bad. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. those were dark times. I had to turn to something. I had no Pokemon. What was I supposed to do? Oh my god! You needed so, that vitamin P. <laughs> I just but, saw a message from Plink. She had a squish <laughs> squishmallow-sized <laughs> Meryl since she was ten. Oh my god, Aww. a giant one. That's uh, so cute. So I think my favorite thing that I have is, so if you guys can't tell by the background, I like Funko Pops, okay? I, I, 
I have like 275. They're probably closer to 250. But anyways, I love Funko Pops, okay? And they did these limited... They're all over here, so I'm going to keep looking over here. They did this limited run of A Day with Pikachu. And they did one per month. And it's like, rainy day Pikachu. Happy Pikachu. Thanksgiving Pikachu. St. Patrick's Day Pikachu. And they're all just so darn cute that we have we have the full set of them. Uh, we have all the Eevee ones as well. They did the Eevee ones with all with all the different evolutions, which is super cool. But all the Pikachu ones, they're all they're all unique and they're all funny or they're cute or they're they're just something. They're all so different. So I combine Funko Pops with Pikachu and take my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> take take my wallet. Yeah, you and your Funkos. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm around two fifty, two seventy five somewhere in there. Woo! Holy yeah. cow! All right, you guys ready to? Uh, dig into some questions we got from chat. You guys take the cues. I'll I'll have the A's. The first cue from Plink. Do you remember the Pokemon Satanic Panic? Did it affect you directly? Do you guys remember that? Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. All I have to do, I, just just real quick. Thank you, Pope, for giving a blessing to the Pokemon franchise. Because without that, I probably would not have been able to see Gen Two. <laughs> yeah, I honestly I didn't know about that for the longest time. Like when I was younger, it, I didn't know. I didn't know that was a thing. And then like probably within the last five years, I learned about that. I was like, oh, that was a thing. So to answer that question, no, it didn't affect me at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit. It didn't really affect me. I didn't really grow up religious, but it affected one of my friends. And that's the only reason I even knew about it. Um, They weren't allowed to play Pokemon because of, I, they said like religious reasons or something like that. I can only assume that was why now there there was another franchise that was more directly impacted by that uh by one of my parents my dad didn't care my dad's cool but uh he he knew it wasn't satanic but there was another franchise that we all loved as a child that was almost banned from my household due to that so it almost took away my pokemon and it almost almost took away my Yu-Gi-Oh. So. <gasps> wait what franchise what happened y- Yu-Gi-Oh. oh Yu-Gi-Oh was the franchise yeah yeah when there's literally a a, a main boss called obelisk the tormentor uh, <laughs> that's not satanic that's just something you do that's just evil <laughs> so what? yeah. what's wrong with torment it's fine yeah, what's, what's, wrong with, what's wrong with torment yeah it's literally fine did you guys have that thing in school where uh they had the pokemon card ban because everyone was losing oh. their minds over them yeah no not that they i didn't know ban pokemon cards wow i they might have i don't recall granted i didn't get into pokemon cards initially it took me a while to get on board and by that time the kids in my class did not care so i was like oh rogue said we did so never mind (laughs) i went to the same school as rogue um never mind but again everyone had cards before me so i think by the time i got some cards maybe that's why (laughs) well i've I've got you guys beat because what's that what's that game called where it's like a volleyball on a string and you have to hit it back and forth volleyball tetherball yeah Tetherball. So our, our tetherball court didn't have a pole because someone broke it, but it was still painted in the shape of a Pokeball. So we all pretended to be Pokemon and fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. We got a question from Plink's fiance. Uh, what, Ooh, hello. Part, what part of the world would you like to see a Pokemon region based off? Like how Kanto, Johto, or Japan, Gallers, Britain, etc., etc. That's a good question. Um... Well, so let's let, let's see what we have. So Kanto Johto, definitely Asian. Um, Hoenn, what's Hoenn really based off of? 
like the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> Water. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's let's see here. Diamond Pearl. Uh, I don't I don't really get a strong feel from that. Do you guys? I'm going through the world right now. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, large. Okay, Plink's a, Plink in the chat says China. I so, think like Egypt or like African countries around there would be. Is, is that's what that's what you'd like to see? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, because we well, so then we have Unova is supposed to be America, New York uh, specifically, yeah. and then Kalos, France, Lola, Hawaii. Why did I put so much emphasis on Hawaii? I don't know. Geller, the UK. Then we're gonna be going to Spain in Gen Nine. So I think I would like. Is it fair to say something tropical? Because Alola is sort of tropical, but not like not like islandy tropical, but like mainland tropical. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like rain, 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 rainforesty, <laughs> like the Amazon. Oh, okay, like yeah, okay. like the Amazon. There you go. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Everyone use your Amazon Primes. Oh yeah, I think I'd like um, something in Australia or based off of Australia. Mainly because the only strong kangaroo Pokemon we have is Kangaskhan, and I'd like to see more kangaroo Pokemon. But I'd also like to see, because Australia has a lot of, just a lot going on for it, so I think that would be a really pretty place to um, have a Pokemon game set after. Think of the bug type that would be in that region. A giant spider. A giant jumping spider. (laughs) We already got several spider Pokemon. I think we're good. I don't need any more. That's the starter. (laughs) All, they're all three different kinds of spiders. Yeah, three poisonous <laughs> spiders. A spider, a snake, and a scorpion. When you're picking your starter, you walk into a bathroom, and it's like the snake pops out of the out of the toilet. The the, the, the scorpion sitting like you know, on the sink, and then yeah, what, what was the other one? Um, spider. Uh, yeah, and then there's a spider in the bathtub. <laughs> that's how you pick your starter. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's very Australian. Anyway. All poison type. <laughs> Your choices are poison dark, poison ground, and poison poison. That, see, that's a change of the formula. I like it. There you go. Next game. Well, uh, speaking of starters, are we going to touch on Gen 9 at all today, or are we going to leave that? And- we will briefly, but I do have one more question that I want to touch on from the audience. I think this is the last one we got. Um, what is your opinion on the dumbest Pokemon ever, design-wise? I could take that right off the bat. This, this is did- you, you and I are on the right page, well, right? There's one. I'll say it first. Pelipper. Pelipper. Yes. Okay. Pelipper. Horrid. Hate it. But even more so than Pelipper. But Barnacle. Is that is that how you say it? Barnacle. And what's the second one? What's the evolve form? Barbarical. Both suck. I hate them. Yeah. Trash. Go on. I'm done. <laughs> okay. So aside from hating. Whoa. Rogue. So Quaxley. Oh. God's fired. <laughs> Anyways, Rogue was trying to make me cry in the office today. No, so the ugliest Pokemon? P- and you're going to be like, oh, we're going to say Garbodor because it's garbage. No, Garbodor is actually kind of cool. The ugliest Pokemon to me, right? Are you ready? Because this is going to be, this is going to be, this is, this is going to set it off. Mawile. Oh my gosh. Oh. You're just saying things to hurt my feelings. Oh my god. <laughs> Your wife hurt me, I hurt you. You are so mean. Yikes. Take it back. Big yikes. Take it back. not ugly. Honestly, my my uh, uh that was that was that was just for funsies. My my least favorite least favorite in design is actually a Survivor. I just think it's a copy of Arbok. Oh, <gasps> I like Survivor. 
I, I mean, think that's fair, actually. So Viper's always been super forgettable to, for me. Yeah, it's not unique enough to stand on its own. And that's what I look for in a design. Yes, I know Rogue Quaxley is just like Ducklet, but he has a hat. I, I was thinking that. I was thinking that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lotus, go ahead. <laughs> um, I hate lazy, lazily designed Pokemon. Um, the one that comes to mind is that Sandcastle. Sandyast. I, I like Sandy Gas. I don't. I don't like it. I know you like it, Ghost, because it's a Ghost type. But uh, uh, it just seems so lazy. <laughs> I feel like if I can design a Pokemon better than that, that's that's awful. I just read Plink's comment, and um, I'm sad now. <laughs> yeah, uh, for those listening, uh, Plink said her fiance just pointed to Docs at the TV and said, "Get the f." Out. Okay. So we got another Mawile fan. <laughs> or, 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 yeah, I was, I was saying that they had to be at the Mawile, but... <laughs> I like you. I like you already. <laughs> we could touch very briefly on the announced starters. Docs, we already know who your favorite is. It's... it's oh, he's a Surviper stand. Oh, Surviper. Um, I apologize. Uh, yeah, it's Quaxley. What, I mean... There is nothing wrong with that duck. He is adorable. He is going to solve all of my problems. I've always liked Ducklet and thought he needed more love. And then comes along Quaxley. And you can tell by the tenderness in my voice how much I care for that Pokemon. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, the, when I saw it, I immediately thought Ducklet. Ducklet with a, a hat. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure some of you saw the 50 memes that I generated within the first hour. A little uh, bit. <laughs> Mom, can we stop for Ducklet? We have or for Quaxley? We have Quaxley at home. Ducklet. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I love Ducklet. I think Ducklet's one of the cutest Pokemon. But and you know what? I want a blanket statement real quick. All these starters look like other Pokemon already. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Ducklet, the cat reminds me of Litten. We have three other alligator or two other alligator Pokemon already. So all three of them look like previous Pokemon to me. I, I would have liked, well, this is a topic we can talk talk about another time, what what kind of Pokemon you'd like to see, you know, like based, you know, Quaxley based on a duck, you know, what kind of Pokemon do you want to see based on in a future gen? I mean, starters are, starters are starters. They're supposed to be cute and bring people to the game. And all three of them do it. I agree. Sure. Lotus, which one's your favorite? Sprigatito. <laughs> kitty i love sprigatito i love green kitty green kitty so cute and of course my favorite is fake coco so all three of us like different ones i love how derpy fake coco is and he's just such a chonker <laughs> and he's got the slice of american cheese on his belly yeah oh well i saw a meme that's like what's wrong with you people yeah. and throwing american <laughs> cheese at starters what was the other one score bunny uh, yeah <laughs> i don't know what that's supposed to be but it's i don't know it's cute he's such a derp uh, so looking at chat, I think Plink. I think your question is actually a topic of an entire episode that we have planned. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll definitely it, def- is. it mm-hmm. is. We'll cover that in a whole episode. We got that. Um, whole thirty minutes of me saying six pineco. Thirty <laughs> or an hour because we're at nine o'clock already. So <laughs> I did. I did have one question real quick for you guys. This might be hard, but if you had to eliminate one generation off the face of the earth, it did not exist. All right, Doc's had it easy. I thought it was going to be hard, but I agree with you. Gen 3. Lotus, what about you? Gen 3. Whichever one Pineco's in. Oh! Oh! (laughs) Got him! (laughs) 
That was a good answer. Good answer. Oh, it hurts. But I agree, three. I think three's <laughs> probably the weakest. But real talk. All right, cool. I was just curious. I thought that was going to be a harder question, but no, no one Not likes three. No, yeah, nothing in there is appealing to me. Gross. Too much water. I agree. Everyone's common answer for that, but there's nothing in Gen 3 for me. Mm -mm. That's fair. I do see a question from Pat Attack. Would we like to keep that for a future episode? Or um, like to just... Let me read it right quick. What's one okay. thing moving forward do you guys hope from the franchise? I think we could answer that really quick. Yeah. Okay. In two sentences, I want to see adaptability to the fan base. I want to see, yes, your target audience is children. But your core audience with money is late 20s, early 30s. Something like that. <laughs> I want. I, I mean, you can't tell, but I, you know, I, I want to see adaptability to the fan base. That's what I'd like to see. That's fair. I would say I'm. I really enjoyed Arceus so far. Um, I want to see more spinoff games. When they announced the trailer for Generation Nine, I thought it was like a horror themed Pokemon game for a split second, like kind of like a Luigi's Mansion type situation. So. I like these spinoff games. I know that's a topic we're going to talk about spinoff games later, but keep them coming. I loved Arceus. It was a breath of fresh air for me. So, you know, keep the main series games, obviously, but I want to see more side games like that. I got to agree with that. I really, really liked Arceus. Um, I'm still in the middle of it. Most Pokemon games I just burn through, you know, get all the badges, Elite Four. That's it. This game has a lot of staying power. Especially with, uh, well... It's slightly changed with the update, but the shiny rates were pretty favorable. I haven't seen any yet, but I believe you. I believe you. <sighs> it's there. Trust me. Okay. Any last thoughts? Docs? Lotus? Uh, you know, guys, thanks for being here. You know, for everyone for the live show. You know, if you want to re-listen to this, follow the socials, Indigo Plateau Show on Twitter, on Instagram. I'm sure Ghost was going to cover this, but I'm going to do it anyways. Podbean, Facepod, Pod. Nation. Don't listen to Docs. Don't listen to Docs. We are available <laughs> on Podbean, but also Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. If you want to, either you missed part of it, you want to listen to it again, you could go do it there. Or if you want to watch the video, we will have this uploaded to YouTube next week on Wednesday. So keep an eye out for all that. We will I'd, have it available. I dare one of you to tell me how what he said is different than what I just said. I. Podface is a little different than Podbean. That's all I'm saying. He said what you said, but better. <laughs> Doc said it better, actually. All right. Well, with that, I'm going to go ahead and switch over. We're going to start a Nuzlocke for Pokemon Shield. Uh, thank you, guys. And we'll be doing this again on Thursday. Our topic will be Pokemon in real life. What would that look like for our teams? So stay tuned and if you want to watch the nuzlocke stick around i'll be on again in a couple minutes bye guys everybody bye.